Hi, everybody. This is Laurie Handlers, and again, you're listening to Tantra Cafe, a program for spiritual enlightenment. And of course, I'm your host. Today, we have a very exciting show. We're going to be talking about a deep and internal specific body work, something you've probably never heard about before because not that many people do anything like this. And we're going to get romantic tips. That's right, romantic tips for Valentine's Day coming from an Irish lover and tantric coach. So we we have a quite a plateful for you. I want to make sure to remind you, as always, that you can follow me at Laurie Handlers on Facebook and on Twitter. And you can always write to me about anything related to the show or send me fan mail at tantracaferadio at gmail.com. Well, my first guest is Michelle Younger, and she has been a body worker for over 20 years. She really is incredible, not like anybody else that you've ever had work on you. She does something really special and very, very specific that I thought it was time for us to talk about on the show. The name of what she does is called Mula Ajna, and Michelle is here now to talk with us about that very thing. So, Michelle, welcome to Tantra Cafe. Thank you, Lori. It's so good to be back with you, and especially right now talking about this particular bodywork that's so transformational and really what's needed right now on the planet for people to be grounded, be centered, um, be more at ease in their bodies. And um, I'd like to share with you this afternoon what what's possible for people with this bodywork. Where why, where would we uh, like to be? Before Where would we, we get, like? Okay, go ahead. Before we get into that, I want to know why are people? Is I hate asking why questions, as you know, but what do you think it is about people that they're ungrounded and they're not in their bodies? Because lots of times on the show we talk about people becoming embodied, getting into their body. What yeah. is it that causes them to not be in their body? Like so, people would know if that's them. Right. Uh, my feeling about it and my experience in, in all the years, many years, couple decades of touching bodies is that we are trained to think about things in our heads, recall memories, try to figure things out, predict what's going to happen in the future, mostly from the neck up. And it's few and far between that we have lessons or practices that that we're given growing up or e even in our young adult years that, that teaches us how to listen to the physicalness of us, like what our bodies really want or, or what, like even today I spoke with someone about by the time you're thirsty, you're already dehydrated. Like where, when would we start to listen to our bodies long before it's screaming for a glass of water? So these, I, I really feel that we are taught to be in our heads we are taught to be logical, reasonable, and and always uh, thinking one step ahead rather than slowing down, getting present, and listening to what our bodies truly want. So, you know, in essence, what you're saying is if I have to figure out that I need a glass of water, like I shouldn't have to figure out <laughs> right. that I right. need a glass of water. I should know that I need a glass of water because my body requires water and I need to be drinking water on a regular basis. And once I have the sensation of being really thirsty, like, oh, I'm so thirsty, it's like beyond the point of 
relevance than I mean, I then I really need water because I'm dehydrated. And yeah. the, the process of trying to figure that out seems like too like ridiculous. Well, it's all it is ridiculous. And it's also then you're at a deficit already. Then you're actually drinking the water to catch up so you can come back to homeostasis, which is a balance. Homeostasis is the balance of the body's chemicals and liquids and and things of that nature. So yeah, you're working at a deficit by the time you're there. And this is the same as the body work that I do. By the time people figure out that they are that their walk is off, we call it their gait, like their step is off and their hips are off and their shoulders tweaked and their head leans to the left. By the time they look at all that and they're in pain or they're on constant um, anti-inflams or anti-inflammatories or painkillers or whatever, they're working at a deficit. And so oftentimes in the physical sense of this work that I do, uh, they're coming to me because they're in pain. Many times it's deeper than that. Oftentimes it's um, getting people back onto their feet so they can actually then look to see where they're out of balance, much like the drinking of the water. Well, I want to discuss this really in as simple terms as possible, because as I said in my introduction, I have noticed that sometimes when I'm speaking to somebody about their particular type of body work, they get so complex and so Mm -hmm. complicated and actually almost scientific about it that I end up thinking to myself, what the hell are they talking about? Like, and I know that, you know, my listeners are probably wondering about that too. So today I just want to talk with you about, you know, really basically what people could do in a sense of really taking care of themselves and seeing you you know, and, and where they could see you, like where, where they could find you. So yeah. that I think, I think it'd be really good if we, if we describe it. Now you've given a name to this, you've given it the name Mula Ajna and that, well, has, that has some mysticism to it. So uh, do, do you want to simplify yeah. that for us? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll start by saying that Mula Ajna is the name of the energy centers that this connects the root chakra the root energy center being Muladhara and the third eye, which is between your eyebrows, which is the sixth chakra and it's Ajna or Anya, um, depending on where you come from. And the work that I do addresses the root and the, the third eye and then everything in between sort of falls into place like the tumblers of a lock. So that's that's in the more esoteric, mystical uh, names of it. Truly what this is, it's called coxygeal release. And there are two different ways that coxygeal release is done. Coccyx meaning the tailbone, that your tailbone at the end of your spine, just past your sacrum is your tailbone, the coccyx. And two ways this is done. One is with an adjustment that a chiropractor or um, some some naturopaths do it, uh, and they go in and adjust. Another way that coccygeal release is done is through a softer, more gentle movement of the tissues, just like a massage. It's an internal massage that that the tailbone gets touched gently with the index finger, and we wait until 
the tailbone goes, ah, ah, and starts to move into a more natural position. And or relaxation. Relaxation. It would be like a relaxation when you say, ah, it sounds like it's a relaxing. Right, exactly. Well, in the root chakra, there are many energies there and the and um, an energy center that can hold so much. In our root and in our, our second chakra, which is our sex chakra, so much of our emotional pain is stored. Everything from embarrassment to guilt and shame and then abuse and then, well, the joy and the pleasure and, and all of all of those types of emotions are in the seat of the body, like the seat of our uh, soul, if you will, or our seat of our spirit right there. And so when that area, the tailbone particularly, gets to relax, the surrounding nerves uh, get to relax. And it's a very highly, it's a highly sensitive area. And the first time it's touched it can really be quite a life-altering experience of, oh, I didn't know I was so tight there. Oh, it's amazing how, wow. <laughs> and then there's the relaxation Whoa. that comes with it. And the nervous system is actually calmed. And the cerebrospinal fluid that runs, uh, that connects um, communication in the body through the nerves, that gets soothed. It's a Whoa. very powerful state. It seems that uh, some people would already know that they're uh, that they're very tight there because they fell. You know, mm -hmm. I fell once in the bathtub and broke my coccyx, and I I know quite a few people who've fallen off the roof, <laughs> fallen right. off the earth, and they've hurt themselves, and so they already seem to know that there's something that they're tight. But we're talking about other people too who haven't fallen on their tailbone who haven't fallen and really hurt themselves or down the stairs. They, we're talking about just anybody who could really be tight there. Yeah. Right. Yes. Anyone. And we call that energy scarring. If you haven't fallen off the roof or broken your tailbone in, well, in even childbirth or someone's pulled the chair out, first of all, the chair pulling out, whoa, that's a double whammy. First of all, you've got all kinds of embarrassment happening. And that goes right there. And second of all, you've just crunched your tail. Ow. Right. So That's there's terrible. energy scarring and physical scarring in that in that instance. And and it can really cause much, much distress later in life. And and people who've had chairs pulled out from them, they actually top the list of people who see me. Yes. So we're gonna we're gonna pause here for a moment when we come back. I'd like to ask you about the other parts of this. You know, I know that you do some uh, intention work with this, and um, sure. I want to. Sure. I want to also talk about the jaw. So when yeah. we come back, I'm going to ask you about these things. We're just going to pause for a break here. Great. If you just tuned in, you're listening to Tantra Cafe, a program for spiritual enlightenment. I'm Laurie Handler's your host, and my guest today is Michelle Younger, a transformational body worker who's been doing very unique types of body work for at least 20 years and you definitely want to hear the rest of what michelle has to say so please come back with us we'll be right back 
Have you ever wished for an end to pests in and around your home, around your office? Stop paying for dangerous chemicals that can harm your children, your pets, and your clients. Today in Arizona and Florida, an environmentally responsible pest control company named Ladybug has set up shop to provide natural and organic pest control services. Ladybug can help you stop even the most persistent, nastiest bugs with green, organic products that are friendly to people and pets. In addition, there are franchise opportunities in Arizona, Florida, and throughout the USA. To learn more about Ladybug's home-friendly and earth-smart green pest control services, visit the Ladybug website at ladybugcorp.com or call us at 561-276-7600. Ladybug guarantees you another eco-friendly, pest-free day naturally. Wondering what book you should read to jumpstart your sex life and increase your happiness? Try my book, Sex and Happiness, The Tantric Laws of Intimacy by me, Laurie Handlers. This short, easy-to-read book will make you laugh at yourself, and it may possibly make you cry as you discover my tantric secrets for happiness and how they apply to you. In the book, I begin with the tenth law, make love in the unknown. And then I work you all the way through laws one through nine to teach you how to be in the unknown, fresh, every moment of every day of your life. Sex and happiness puts the innocence and love back into sex and gives Tantra the respect it deserves. It's only $19.99 in paperback and $14.99 ebook. Go to sexandhappiness.com to order your copy of Sex and Happiness by me. Laurie Handlers, the host of Tantra Cafe. We're back with Tantra Cafe, and I'm Laurie Handlers, your host. And this segment of Tantra Cafe is brought to you by Silk, S-Y-L-K, the personal lubricant that women choose because it lasts for a long time, it's water-based, and it helps restore natural lubrication to enhance intimacy. There are no hormones, parabens, colors, fragrances, or harsh additives or preservatives in Silk. For more information about Silk, go to butterflyworkshops.com forward slash Silk, S-Y-L-K, and find out how you can get your tube of Silk. You really, really want to try this natural lubricant. Well, we're back with Michelle Younger, and she's talking to us about her very, very specialized type of bodywork. And when we left off, we were talking about how people who had chairs pulled out from under them, I'm sorry to laugh when I say that. It sounds harsh when I laugh, and I can remember it happening, and I can I can remember it happening to kids in school. And um, you've just said that they have double scarring, and it seems like a horrible price to pay for somebody's practical joke. Mm-hmm. Um, so you go in and you release the musculature, you release the tailbone, and then people find that their nerve endings change and the cerebrospinal fluid gets to flow more. That's what you were saying in the last part. Right. What can I, else? Can I, Lori, I'd like to actually tell you the technique. When you say go in, I don't want to leave yeah. anything ambiguous here. Good. Um, yeah, the actual session, first I'd like to say something about the coccyx in and of itself, that the surrounding nerves regulate and support our our autonomic nervous system, which controls the flight and fight response and even freeze, as well as our state of arousal and anxiety. So when these nerve endings are physically touched, there's a soothing, there's a soothing and 
and a calming. And so how I touch them is to actually go into the body through the rectal opening. And I'll say more about I want to say more about that, just the, the ease of it, the gentleness of it, that it's uh, invariably people get off my table and say, that wasn't anything like I thought it was going to be <laughs> because it's just such a such a freeing experience when their system is calmed and when the musculature and the tailbone is is relaxed and released and space is actually created. The whole foundation of any and all work that I do is with the intention of creating space in the body for more freedom, more flexibility, and more movement. And that can be physically, emotionally, spiritually, um, sometimes financially. Ooh, now there's a good space. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> one. Everyone yeah. needs a little bit more financial freedom and room than yeah. they've had in the past. So To, cre- to create, for sure. So just, just to be specific about it, I... I do. I put a glove on and after, after the session, it has been, let me ask you, Lori, would you like me to start at the beginning of the session or would you like me to stay here and work backwards? No, I actually was going to say, well, I I was going to say to you, like, I know that you actually work with the jaw first and you might even work with stating some things. So we can leave the, um, the tailbone piece now that is the later part of the session we can leave, but that's the one that people you know they when they hear it they they want to know what is right. it you do so exactly um so now we can go to the preliminary parts of the session okay. and the other parts that you work on really what you work on first right so and, where, and where even you start even though they're preliminary parts they're very integral parts of of it, it actually causes the body to say yes to my hands, to say yes to the intention of the of the person on the table who's requesting this. Because sometimes, even though we have a mental yes, our bodies are saying, "Oh, I'm not so sure about this." So there. So when a, a person comes to me and says, "I would like to have this work done for intentions." to open for pain relief for just a an easier walk in this world on this in this body on this frame all those things people come to me for some just come out of curiosity because someone has told them this is really awesome you should go do it and they show up um a person would lie on the table and um the massage table and i would start with their neck and shoulders and touch them and let them feel my hands. There will be some easy, gentle uh, massage work, a little bit of oil or cream, depending on what they need. And and just to say yes, just to feel the yes of the tissues of the body. And then I put gloves on, on both hands, and gently move into the musculature of the mouth. It is It is not rolfing. I want to be very clear. I am not a rolfer. I'm not certified in that. And I do not do rolfing. And it is similar in the touch, but not in the intention. Well, you know what? Now I'm going to have to do a whole show on rolfing because people are not (laughs) going to know what the heck you're talking about. So um, so, so everybody who's listening right now, we'll be talking about rolfing in in another time. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. You'll have rolfing. 
sign up. Yeah, that's I good. know some good rolfers I can call. Not a problem. <laughs> well, for those who do know, many people go, oh, that's just like that. Well, no, it's it's not. So for those who do know, this is not that. Okay. So I, we go in the mouth and gently start to move into the musculature gently. Just a massage inside, one finger. I don't put my whole hand in your mouth. That's your party trick. <laughs> I just move and I get up under the uh, up on the musculature that supports the sinuses and up into the nas- nose a little and and the whole time I'm reminding I'm speaking and reminding you that all the words and all the gossip and all the thoughts that made it all the way to right up to the tip of your tongue but never came out that you either swallowed or slammed shut or clenched your teeth to not say the words of love and affinity and comfort, the words of anger and guilt and, and disappointment, all of them that sit, that made it there weren't said, still live there or the memory of them still live. So what you're saying is that anytime we've had a thought, that was that went unexpressed it's still in the cellular memory and in the musculature of the body and this is i really want to drive this point home because it's really important that people know that their thoughts that didn't get expressed don't go anywhere right they're they words sit there and they and they actually go into the stewing of the body like when someone gets into a stew all that stuff swirls around exactly and and oftentimes it's right here in the jaw. You can look at people, just kind of notice people, and they've got that over overdeveloped jaw muscle. We call it the Clint Eastwood muscle, right there, where you just know they're talking through their teeth, kind of like that. <laughs> I thought that was TMJ. Well, it can it can move into the temporomandibular joint. That's where right. a lot of it is stored. Temporomandibular TMD, temporomandibular disease dysfunction is what happened <laughs> right and tmj is the temporomandibular joint and yes i address the musculature around that and i do not put my fingers into the joint i only work with the with the stuck energy in the what we call trigger points the painful points in the musculature of the mouth i even go as far as to sit people up and put my finger just a little back there past the past the hard palate almost into the soft palate all to release the musculature in the back of the throat that separates the nasal cavity because that's where words get stuck also in the back of your throat it's it's really amazing when those muscles relax and release how people can speak to how brilliant they are that they feel their power, their voice drops out of their nose, that nasally nosy thing, like a good idea. And when the musculature relaxes, they really start to speak from their body. My, I've, I've had this work done myself many times, often many years. Sometimes I do it to myself in my mouth to make sure that my words are not stuck up in my head, that I'm actually speaking from my chest, from my belly, from and even lower to to speak from my body. Well, this is uh this is amazing because I well first of all people with those high voices that that just annoys me. 
I'm sorry. You know, I, I, I <laughs> I'm not sorry. People who speak like that, it annoys me. It sounds like my nails going on the chalkboard. So I love when people drop down into their, really into their belly and they talk and they have deep voices. And I've, you know, I've seen the work that you do. I've seen how people drop in and I, it, it's, it's really amazing. So that's the first, but see, that's not even the first part. Don't you also do something with intention before you even ever put your hands on people? That's what I want to get to because we kind of have like another minute. And it's important that we know also that you help people, you know, get their intentions, that things they want in their body, in their life, into their body, not just thinking right. about it. Yeah. And, and what, what I want to say that is that once space is created and there's that vulnerable kind of a, a, a new opening and feeling, you actually speak your intentions into this open, vulnerable place to nurture and grow, to seed these intentions into the musculature. So you're speaking through an intention for connection. You're speaking through an intention of power and, and powerful being creator in the world, rather than that old stagnant, stale resentment or whatever has been living there, that you have the freshness to speak a new intention and to live into it and grow from there. Well, this is great. This is really, really great. Now, you, where if people wanted to find you, uh, where could they find you? I know that you work in the Phoenix, uh, Scottsdale area and Philadelphia. How could people find out your schedule or how could people invite you? Let's say, I mean, you know, the first time I ever invited you to Washington, D.C. when I lived there and I, I we didn't know how it was going to go. We had about 50 people. <laughs> after one email or two emails, we had about 50 people who were lining up to have sessions with you. They knew. They knew they fell off the ladder. <laughs> right. Right. They'd or they knew that, you know, they knew a chair was pulled out from underneath them. Yeah. And they knew their jaw wouldn't open any further than, you know, a fingertip. And they knew, like, people know. People know. If they, when they hear this, they'll just go, oh, that's for me. I don't know what it all is, but that's for me. So I, I can be reached at, um, well, my my contact information can be through butterfly workshops. Uh, you and I, you and I are very uh, close with that. I um, and also at Mich they can write to me at Michelle at MichelleYounger dot com. M i c h e l e at Michelle M i c h e l e y o u n g e r dot com, and I'll get them on my mailing list. And um, I also have a blog site that's clearandpresentpower.com. Just what it says, clearandpresentpower.com. And I write on that often. So um, either way, they can, they can do that. Well, thank you so much for being my guest today. I really appreciate it. Thanks for being, thank you for being, boy, thank you for being clear and present about <laughs> telling about this particular specialized body work. Because uh, I, it's really important that people know about it for their own, really, for their own health and well-being. And if I were them, I would fly anywhere to have you touch them. I would right. fly anywhere to have you touch me because it's certainly helped my life. So I would tell people to get on a plane and find you wherever you are. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lori. It's been my pleasure to be here and my joy to serve to serve my purpose this way and, and to touch people this way. Thank so, you. Thank, thank you so much. And 
Please stay tuned. You're listening to Tantra Cafe, a program for spiritual enlightenment. I'm Laurie Handlers, your host. You've just been listening to me with Michelle Younger. That's Michelle with one L, M-I-C-H-E-L-E, at MichelleYounger.com. When we come back, we're going to be talking to a Tantra teacher from Ireland, and we're going to be finding out about some sacred ritual he's proposing for people to have on Valentine's Day. So please stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is a new segment on Tantra Cafe. It's called Little Known Sex Factoids, brought to you by the hormone nurse, Lori Phillips, at www.hormonenurse.com. Lori, today I want to ask you about the effects of masturbation in women. What can you tell me about that? Well, Lori, masturbation in women, especially women, that have been in menopause or over menopause, past menopause, post menopause, can really benefit from masturbation. Because as one of the most common problems of older women experience physical changes in the vagina, as a woman ages, her vagina becomes shorter and more narrow. In addition, without regular supplies of estrogen, the walls of the vagina can become thin and stiff. But good news. Practicing masturbation techniques can help remedy some of these problems. This is, so, this, is, this is such good news. This is great <laughs> news because I tell people to do this every day. I think they need an orgasm. So if well, you are now, telling now, women to masturbate for health reasons, this is so good. What's, now, what else? Now, now they're hearing from the nurse. Practicing <laughs> masturbation techniques can help remedy some of these problems by stimulating the brain to produce physical changes in the vagina. Masturbation includes stimulation of the clitoris, the urethra, and the vagina. It activates various neural pathways responsible for clitoral swelling, vaginal congestion, lengthening of the vagina, and lubrication. So, That's great, Laurie. What? Girls, the nurse, the nurse has given you instructions. <laughs> all right laurie thank you so much i love this this is great news you have just heard little known sex factoids brought to you by the hormone nurse laurie phillips at www.hormonenurse.com you can find her there get to know her there introduce yourself and find out more would you like to try a natural product that would enhance your orgasms my guest today is Shana Venice, the founder of New Zealand Pure, a company that makes unique products for sexual wellness. Shana, what is it that people can use to enhance their orgasms? Everybody's trying to do that. Absolutely. Well, there are different factors that, uh, you know, come into play why we don't have explosive orgasms. One is, you know, our vaginal secretions aren't flowing like they used to. Perhaps you're a little dry, perhaps you're a little irritated. Well, the great thing about silk, which is made from kiwi vine extract, is that it helps to balance your own pH and increase your vaginal secretions. The result is explosive, satisfying, wonderful orgasms and joyful sex. Wow, Shana, thanks so much for that description. Wonderful. If you'd like to find out more about silk, go to silk. USA.com. That's S Y L K 
usa.com. You can find out more about Silk from me as well. Write to laurie at tantracafe.com. Well, we're back and you're listening to Tantra Cafe, a program for spiritual enlightenment. The last segment was brought to you by Silk. This segment is brought to you by Tanga Fine Lingerie. You can go to www.tanga, T-A-N-G-A, Fine Lingerie, to find your very fabulous specific lingerie from Italy and France, lace and silk, amazing, amazing fabrics. If you want to do something really special for Valentine's Day, find yourself something from Tonga or have yourself buy something for somebody from Tonga. It's the most amazing lingerie I've ever seen in my life. Also, I want to remind you to go to Laurie's recommended page on webtalkradio.net and find out about Flirting with Heart with Robin Vogel or Tantra for Awakening with Crystal Dawn Morris. You can find out about polyamory for the 21st century with Deborah Annapole. Or find out about your hormones and whether you should take bioidentical hormones. Go to the hormone to hormonenurse.com. That's www.hormonenurse.com and find out more for yourself about that. All right, I'm here now with my next guest, which is Tom Colton. And he is he's joining us from Ireland. He goes by the name Bindu Tantra Ireland, and he's been practicing Tantra in the European Association of Tantric Professionals for over 10 years. He's a healer, and he has worked with people with deep sexual abuse and and other kinds of issues. And today we're going to find out a little bit more about that. And also, he has something special cooked up for the romantic aspects of Valentine's Day. Tom, welcome to Tantra Cafe. Thank you very much, Laurie. How are you from Ireland? <laughs> I'm great. I'm here in Phoenix, Arizona. and um, But I love to be in Ireland. Believe me, I'd love to be in Ireland and I'd love to be practicing Tantra in that green, beautiful, lush place where you are. It's cold here, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, all the more reason to warm up. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so tell a little bit about your work. You know, you, you said that you have worked with people who have had uh, the experience of uh, sexual trauma and sexual abuse. And um, can you say a little bit about that? You know, how you came to find people like that? A lot of people would, um, for example, go for counseling therapy, um, which mainly deals with the head side of, of the abuse and they're able to talk about it and get through it. But uh, the body has a cellular memory and never forgets. The body always remembers things, things that the mind may not have remembered, the body never forgets. So especially if someone is going into an intimate situation with a new partner, for example, um, after an abuse may have happened uh, previous or uh, in childhood, sexual acts may be painful, may be something that they're not really into um, because the, the body remembers of the, the hurt and abuse that happened previously. So through tantra therapies and through, through working with a client, we enable the body to, we reprogram the body basically to understand that um, Sex is okay. Touch is okay in in the, the appropriate setting, um, which en enables the client to to allow the body to deal with the issue. 
as well as the head, which they've already done with from a counseling session. So this would be, so what you're suggesting, it sounds like is that in addition to regular forms of say psychotherapy or counseling, where people may go to talk about things that have happened to them in the past, which has maybe stopped them in their sexual expression, or maybe has left them with pain in their sexual area, in their in their sex chakra, uh, or their first chakra, you're saying that through tantric therapy, I love that you're putting it together, tantric therapy. I love yeah. that. Um, through tantric therapy, which is not necessarily just talking, um, it enables you to wake the body up to release things that are part of the cellular memory. Correct. So by doing emotional release therapy, for example, where people would hold a lot of the emotion stuff around the, around the first, second, third chakra areas, we would use emotional release therapy, which will help relieve those emotions that are there and obviously work in, in, in true tantra massage and true tantra therapy to help the client understand and reprogram their body to to understand that this is okay, you know, feelings and sensations of pleasure are okay for my body. It's not it's not what happened to me before. This is completely different. And that's what it's about, reprogramming the body to understand that um, sexual act is okay. That's good. I, I mean, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Sexual activity really is okay. Actually, it's very healing, necessary, and needed. Yeah. I, I believe that people should have an orgasm every single day. Just the way they brush their teeth a couple times a day, I think they should have orgasms a couple times a day. We'd have a much happier Absolutely, world. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so when you say emotional release, because let me just let you know that um, not only do I cover emotional release a lot, I've covered it many times on this show in many different ways because I, I do, I believe that, well, I'm thoroughly rooted in emotional release, so I want to hear some of the ways that you do it. And also just, Two, you know, the, the previous segment of the show was about actually going in and doing coccygeal release, which helps okay. people release their tailbone and uh, the, the holding patterns in the tailbone or when even something horrible happened to them where they fell off a roof or somebody pulled a chair out from underneath them when they were going to sit down in junior high school. And that affected their body not only the way they walk, but also what could happen, sexual dysfunction. So when you say emotional release, what could you give us a couple of the, of the um, modalities or the techniques yeah. that you use? Yeah, absolutely. Um, true, true the tantric breathing work, for example, we would, we would do the emotional therapy release. Um, this would enable us to, um, you know, what we do when, when we're, in, we're in a moment, for example, uh, a moment of anger. We may suppress that anger, not allow ourselves vent that anger or not allow ourselves be angry in that moment. So if something happens in life that causes us to be angry, but we suppress that emotion and hold that emotion, it lodges into the solar plex area and stays there. And the body holds on to all of this emotion, be it anger, be it sadness, and we even suppress happy memories sometimes as well. And what can happen is that this all builds up in in the in in the solar plex area, and what can cause is can cause blockages, and these these blockages within the chakra system 
are what stops a lot of time the sexual energy traveling through the body and allow, allowing the body to fully experience the feelings and the sensations we can get from our sexual energy. So what we would do is we would work with the tantric breathing and at the same time we would encourage the the the, the, the client to allow themselves feel whatever emotion comes up as we do the therapy if they feel like screaming if they feel like shouting if they feel like crying if they feel like roaring whatever they feel like doing in that moment to release to release that uh, emotion because until they physically release that emotion they're going to hold and carry those emotions that they've maybe suppressed for 20 30 40 50 years you you, you don't know you know i've had a gentleman at a case of a gentleman um who was on retreat with us and he was as a young boy in an orphanage here in, in, in Ireland. And as many people around the world have probably heard would be the stories of the sexual abuse within the Catholic Church and places in, in Ireland over the many, many years. And he was in this home and he was physically, mentally and emotionally abused. The man actually at the age of 13 taught himself how not to cry. Because if he cried during one of the beatings or during the sexual abuse or during the mental abuse, they gave him more. So he taught himself how not to cry. And by not crying, it ended quicker. And this gentleman is now 65 years of age. And he attended a retreat with us last year. And for the first time since he was age 13, he cried. He wow. allowed himself, he allowed himself release that emotion that was being trapped within his body. And that's so the type of stuff that we would do. So, Tom, it, that's like amazing. It's amazing that somebody for from 13 years old to 65 years old would never have the opportunity to release this. And it's a yeah. miracle that he found you. Now, Absolutely. when you when you say tantric breathing, we have just like another couple of minutes in this in this segment um, before we just going to break for a second. So wh when you say tantric breathing, could you could you? Tell us exactly what that is, or could you demonstrate that by yeah when when we're yeah absolutely when we're doing tantric breathing, it's basically breathing into the mouth and out of the mouth, and what that does is it fills Shishuma, the central energy channel, and brings the the the, the breath and breathing straight down to the base chakra. We call it base chakra breathing. So essentially, you're breathing in like you would through a straw. So it's exhale. So it's that type of breathing work. And if, if, if you think um, when you're in a, in a sexual act, you do all your breathing through the mouth because that's your, you're feeding your, your base chakra, you're feeding the sexual energy in the base chakra with prana. And that's as you're doing the sexual act. That is what is that's what the body is doing naturally. It's feeding prana through the mouth um, and in and out through the mouth in through Shishuma, the central energy channel. So that's the breathing that's work we, we would use. That's great. Thank you for that tip. So everybody out there listening, you can go, you can start to, if you want to see if you have emotions that would come up, you, you can start breathing like you're breathing in through the straw and you're exhaling through the mouth with sound. So you're breathing in and then you're exhaling. And what you'll do then is you'll start increasing the rhythm of that. So you start off slowly and then you start increasing. And what that'll do is that'll start shifting and moving the, the sex energy around the body, which will help start pushing and moving any blocked emotions out through the body. 
So good. Thank you. What a nice gift to get from you. If you just tuned in, you're listening to Tantra Cafe. I'm Laurie Handlers, your host. And I'm pleased to be talking with Tom Colton from Ireland. And Tom is a Tantra teacher in Ireland. You can find him at Bindu Tantra Ireland. That's B-I-N-D-U Tantra, T-A-N-T-R-A, Ireland, I-R-E-L-A-N-D.com. We'll be right back, and we're going to be talking about some special treat that Tom has for us. He just gave us a treat, and he's going to give us a treat also about some kind of romantic tantric ritual that uh, that we can prepare ourselves with for Valentine's Day. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. If you're looking for the absolute best holiday present that you could possibly get for someone, consider Tanga Fine Lingerie. Tanga Fine Lingerie comes from France and Italy. It's amazing fabric, lace and silk, and you won't find anything like it anywhere. That's www.tangafinelingerie.com. T-A-N-G-A, finelingerie.com. Many times on Tantra Cafe, you've heard my guests and me discuss emotional release techniques. Now you can do emotional release work in the privacy of your own home. In my CD, Shamanic Release in Lati Han, I create a very, very safe and sacred space in which you can do the powerful work I'm known for in my Tantra courses. First, I set you up with the proper positioning and breathing, and then I guide you through emotional states to the beat of tribal African rhythms. Try the CD as an easy way to do your personal clearing work on a regular basis and watch your relationships walk free from emotional baggage. You can order my CD at butterflyworkshops.com for only $20. I believe you're worth it. I hope you do. Go to butterflyworkshops.com and get your copy now and walk free from emotional baggage. This is Laurie Handlers, and you're listening to Tantra Cafe. And my guest today is Tom Colton from Ireland, from Bindu Tantra, Ireland, where he teaches and practices Tantra. Before we speak with Tom again, I want to remind you that this segment is brought to you by Tonga Fine Lingerie. And also, you can find out about LifeWave Patches if you go to LifeWave Patches for People and Pets on Facebook. You can find out about glutathione and other kinds of patches that will get the acupuncture and acumeridian points of the body going with natural hormones and natural chemicals that need to be produced in the body. Things like melatonin and things like natural healing effects. So go to LifeWave Patches for People and Pets on Facebook. So we're back, Tom, and I wanted to, I love that last segment. I love the part of the breathing. I love when you demonstrated it. And I, I'm, I'm encouraging everybody to do this kind of breathing and start to take charge of their own emotions. I think it's, it's, it's extremely personal. powerful. Yeah, it's people's personal responsibility to take care of their anger. It's people's personal responsibility to take care of their sadness and all the other feelings that occur. And they don't need to store them until they're 65 years old and then finally realize that they could cry. It's really important to be in the body and to experience the gamut of emotions that 
are the feelings of the body. So thanks for demonstrating that. No problems at all. Tell us what you have cooked up. I asked you about men and romance because I've been doing this ongoing series about men and romance, and you said you would share with us some tasty romantic tips or ideas for Valentine's Day. So give us a special treat from Ireland, will ya? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> some nice rituals that that, that that can be done for, for Valentine's Day, for example. Um, you know, a lot of the time the romance side goes out and it's, it's kind of into the sexual act and that's it, that's done, it's finished. Thank you very much. What we want to do for Valentine's is kind of increase the romantic side, bring in a few rituals in, in, into the relationship that will allow people enjoy each other as a being rather than the act. So Wait a second, things, enjoy each other as what? As a what? As, being, as beings, as, as individuals, as people. Okay, and seeing each other being. as gods, for example. Yes, as, okay, as, as gods as, and as goddesses. Yeah, rather than just going and getting the act of the, the sexual act done and that's that's the type of done. So what the type of thing that we would we would we would suggest is for a man to bring the romantic side in in for, for his for his partner would be to um and this applies in, in, in all relationships, whether it's heterosexual or same sex, it doesn't really matter. The rituals will always work the same. Thank so you for saying that. Thanks for saying yeah. that because sometimes people listening wonder that. They do wonder that. Yeah, absolutely. It works for everybody. This this is about two beings honoring each other's uh, other's personality, honoring each other as they are, and honoring each other as human beings. This is what this is about. This is what tantra is about. So what we would do is, first of all, to for a nice surprise for your partner would be to um, set a nice warm bath. Um, this is one of the the first rituals you can do is to set a nice warm bath for your partner. Allowing them to relax, soak with nice, some nice candles around the bath, some nice incense burning, some nice light music, soft, gentle music. And while they're relaxing in the bath, um, you can go off and set up a tantric space. Tantric space is, is on the floor, so it's always done on the floor, never on the bed. So you can use a futon, you can use a, a blanket uh, fold up. Um, and laying it on, on, on the floor and you can place some nice candles around that area. Um, nice incense and music again. Then you can go in uh, once you've the tantric space set up and then you can actually wash your partner. Nice, gentle, soft um, washing of your partner with either a soft cloth or a soft um, sponge and just really adorn them as, 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 as the one that you love. Really nice, sensual um, washing of your partner. It um, sounds so good. I mean, it really... It sounds wonderful. I also may I suggest that you also float some flower petals. In the really bath. nice. You can use flower petals. You can use um, the likes of lavender. You can use uh, lavender lavender uh, petals. Uh, you can use some deep deep salts from the Red Sea, for example. You can buy them with the different aromas and different senses and stuff in them. Really, really good. The salts are very, very good for cleansing the skin. Yeah. Um, and if you don't have time to do that, a full bath, for example, you could do a feet bathing ritual where you take your partner into a nice warm, um, into a nice warm uh, basin or bucket or whatever you have that, that you can use with some nice warm water in it, putting a small bit of oil in it so that it's really nice and soft on the feet. You can also put a drop of oil into the bath too. 
um, and allowing your partner to really take time to honor their feet, to wash their feet, to massage their feet, to really be nice and sensual and just allowing that ritual go on and just really adoring that person that you love. Now I have um, a question for you. Wait, I have a question for you. Why, why would we, why would you say honor the feet and not the hands or not wash their face or whatever? Why would you choose the feet? Well, the feet are a very sacred piece. Um, first of all, the, the the design of you know what we stand on, what we what we um, walk with, what we use to 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 move around the earth. They're also a symbol of, if you think of a, a god, what people would do is would they they would bow to the feet of a god, or they would they would uh, even royalty they would bow to the feet of royalty, and that's what you're doing. You're you're creating a god of the person that you love, and showing them that that the feet and I suppose all of the energy from Mother Earth comes up to the feet as well. So it's a cleansing of the energies, and um, what you're doing by doing the ritual with the feet also. Beautiful, beautiful. It's so important that people understand that, you know, it's such a, it's a sweet, sweet thing that you're suggesting here. Any kind of bathing, really, really any kind of water. Answer. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they do the feed or they do the bath and then what happens? Then what, when, then what do you suggest? What would be nice then would be to, um, to heat up some oil very, very gently, make sure it's not too hot. And then bringing your partner into the tantric space that you've created, getting them to then lie face up first um, on the the, the 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 space that you've created, be it a futon or the blanket. And we start what we call conscious touch, which is really light feather touch, starting at the toes, moving up the up the legs, up the body, up the chest, down the arms, back up to the chest, around the head, really soft, really light feather like touch. And just really just taking your time and just allowing your partner to feel your energy as you feel the soft touch of their skin and just really you, going nice and sensual. Would your partner, would you blindfold your partner so that they could even feel the touch more? Or would, uh, you, would, would just being closed so eyes be okay? Blindfolding is a great idea because the blindfolding increases the sensation. It increases the whole the whole the whole the whole the whole thing absolutely blindfolding can, can work very well too um and it will also give an air of surprise to your partners they can't see what you're doing so they don't know where you're going to go next what you're going to do next and so it can blindfolding can be quite quite nice as it increases the senses um and when you've gone and done the real light feather touch all around the body you can then increase the pressure starting at the feet bringing the energy all the way up the legs up the body down the arms into the hands and coming off there and then the third time bringing the energy up slightly heavier touch again all the way up. So you've, you've activated the body through true conscious touch. Now, I have another part. question. Would you have your yeah. partner, would you have your partner breathing in the way that you said before? Absolutely. You both, you, both you and your partner. Both you and your partner will be doing tantric breathing. That okay. way we're both moving energy because the purpose of tantric is for you to use your sex energy to move your partner's sex energy. Okay. So you both will be breathing that way, nice and gently. nice and soft and gentle breath and then once you've once you've done the conscious touch on on that side turning your partner over and then starting to apply the warm oil on the, your partner's back gently massaging nice easy strokes all around the body and, and you don't really have to, to you don't have to know you don't really have to know massage 
It doesn't no, matter no. if you don't know, you know, fancy uh, massage techniques. Absolutely right? not. It's it's all in the intention. It's all in the intention. It's in the intention that you're you're there, your partner is there, the person that you love and what you're doing is you're you're given this time, this space for them and to allow you to be with them, to connect with them and allowing yourself just to really, really spend time rather than rushing anything or rather than, you know, having a set time, just really going really nice, soft and gentle and just feeling the touch of their skin, feeling the, your touch of their, their skin. You can start to apply the, the oil on the back, massage in the back, massage in the buttocks, massage in the legs. You can also do some body-body massage if you wish, or placing some oil in. You mean like taking oil and putting it and all over yourself? Nice circular motions around your partner's back. It's really insane. Putting some oil in your own chest because your, your partner's body would be oiled at that stage from, from the buttocks up. And then you're just going nice, gently, not putting your whole weight of your body, but just gently supporting your arms on your partner and just doing body, body massage all around your partner's body. It's really nice and sensual. That sounds just yummy and um, really then, yummy. And, you know, I, yeah. I, I actually want to ask you this because I think it's really important and we're kind of we're coming to the top of the hour now. So I want to ask you this directly in the giving of this. Isn't it wonderful if the person doesn't expect something back in return? Like the person who's planned this, wouldn't it be yeah. suggested that the person not want to get, like to turn around and have the partner who's blindfolded now turn around and do everything back to them? Absolutely. And what you'll find is that you will get just as much pleasure out of giving the massage than your partner will receiving it. That's the Sounds beauty about so it. Yeah, it sounds so wonderful. It sounds delectable, like just what the doctor ordered for Valentine's Day. <laughs> That's it. And then, you know, you get your partner to turn around, you do the exact same on the front, you know, and and take that wherever it takes it. You know, the, you start off with the massage really nice and sensual, you know, when, when your partner is turned upright and you're doing the massage, you know, you can you can play around the lip area, you can kiss the lips, you can, you know, you can you can do a lot of things. Just be creative. Just let yourself go and just just be with your partner and really make that space a special space. Uh, so this kind of a thing would take maybe an hour or more. You would. You, this yeah, would be like least, a slow motion. Slow motion. Absolutely, everything in slow motion. You should That's be aiming for about an an hour to an hour and a half of just really nice, slow, sensual massage, play, whatever you want to do, just to really, really nice and sensual. With the bath in as well, you know, you, you're probably going to add another 30 minutes or so to that. So you, all in all, you're talking about two, two, two to two, two or 30 minutes, um, so you know, of really honoring the person that you love. This is so good. Tantra is about time, no time, space, no space. Just being like cracking the matrix of the clock and how driven we are. So this is beautiful. Tom, I want to thank you. I want to tell people how to get in touch with you. I've just been speaking to Tom Colton from Bindu Tantra, Ireland. That's B-I-N-D-U, Bindu Tantra, T-A-N-T-R-A, Ireland.com. You can find out more about him and more about the courses that he offers and the, and the tantric therapy that he offers by going to his website. Tom, thank you so much for giving us something so delicious to look forward to with Valentine's Day. I really, really appreciate it. It's been my pleasure and I hope. Hope everybody gets something out of it. You know, send us an email. Let us know how you get on. 
Yes, you can send Tom an email or you can write to me at tantracaferadio at gmail.com. Please give me your feedback about this and don't forget you can follow me on Facebook or Twitter. This is Laurie Handlers signing off from Tantra Cafe today. I say namaste, which means I bow to the divine in you. Namaste from Tantra Cafe. Please tune in next time when my guests will again give us some amazing tips and techniques about how to be intimate and relate with each other in the tantric way. Namaste.